Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens, and he's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Doing great, man. How are you? I am good, man. All right, episode 136, Roadmap to a Million Dollar Business. We talked about this all the time. Um, we want to help small business owners get to a million dollars. What do we mean by that? We mean a profitable million dollar business, right? We, we both know people that are a million dollars in revenue, and maybe they pay themselves $50,000. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about having a very profitable million dollar business. Heck, I'd love you to have a profit of $1 million. That would be fantastic. But when we talk about building a profitable million dollar business and very few business owners get to that size. True, true. So right. this will be kind of an, an, our kind of little scale like we do. Rate yourself on a scale of one to five. Here's what you need to do to build yourself a million dollar business, okay? Here's your roadmap. So how would you rate your business's ability to survive without you? right? That's number one, scale of one to five. Five, the business runs great. I could go take a month off and everything would be great. Uh, a zero or a one would be, gosh, I can't really take the day off. And, and this is one of the, I would say that, you know, we talk about selling a business. You want to have a business worth selling, but also you won't have a business worth buying if you can't, if your business cannot operate or survive without you being there. So this is, this is a very big indicator of how to scale, how to do anything in your business. If you want to build a business, build a million dollar income, it's got to be able to survive without you there. And I think, you know, even Robert Kiyosaki talks about um, you have self-employed people who work for their business, and then you have business owners. Business owners own a business, but they don't necessarily, it doesn't mean they don't work in the business, but they tend to work on the business, not in it, is probably the best way to say it. So that's why this one is a I think the first part. So. No, and I think that's great because we've talked about that before about um, do you just have a job? A lot of business owners just have a job, right? They have to be there for the machine to work and, and to go forward. So they've just really created a job for themselves. Whereas a business, we talk about building a business so you can sell it. So even if you don't want to sell it, meaning in order to build it, sell it, it has to run without you there. Or it runs, everything else runs except your, we call it, remember your A plus activities, right? So that's great. If you have to be there because you're the best closer or you're the best sales guy, that's okay as long as everything else is kind of on autopilot, on self-managing, right? And we Precisely. can teach some other people how to sell or teach some other guys how to close, but you might still be the best one, right? That's okay. You know, and I, I read that 2016 was the year the baby boomers all started to kind of move to the retirement years. Okay. And, um, and that the most businesses that will ever be on the market are going to happen between 2016 and, and arguably 2030. And okay. so if you're in this boat and you're looking to sell, this doesn't have to take like years and years to, to create. Even if you've spent your whole, uh, all your years building a business and you work for it, well, now it's time to start setting it up so that it can be sellable. And this is, this is a big step. So, right. Exactly. Right. And, and how you do that, that's you and I talk about, we talk about that in our mastermind group and systems and processes and protocols. We've got to have this stuff set up so it does run without you. All right. How about another one? How would you rate your business's ability to produce frequent purchases from your customers? We've talked about that. I think that's number three in our five-step process, right? Number of transactions, from existing clients, from existing customers. How good are you guys are doing that? Do you have a one and done business or do you have a repeat business? Because even something like real estate, right? If you're a real estate agent, that's kind of a one and done, but you get that 
everybody moves on average every seven years. So you can get repeat business from that. Plus you can get referrals. I'm sorry, that jumping ahead. How would you rate your ability to generate referrals from your current customers, right? So if you're a real estate agent, you only do a transaction with that individual once every seven years, but you can get good referrals from them over the, 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 the seven years between them, right? Correct. And, and if you're a real estate agent, um, sometimes just uh, having the right type of clients, which might be uh, investors who turn a lot of property. I mean, it, it all depends on, on the type of business you want. But sometimes to have the, the more frequent purchases, you may have to change your clientele depending on the type of business you're in. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're talking about, can the business survive without you? How can you produce more purchases from existing clients, increase the number of transactions? How do you rate your ability to generate referrals? You and I call this orchestrating referrals, right? A check, deliver, and service. We want to orchestrate referrals. Come down here. How would you rate your business in terms of attaining financial success, right? Most business owners we know uh, that come to us don't have the success they want, aren't as successful both financially and personally as they think they should be, not as far along as they think they should be, right? They thought by the time I was this age or this many years in the business, I would have this much money and this much time off and play more golf and, and play more, spend more time with my family, right? But it doesn't necessarily happen that way because um, a business has a, has a funny way of, of kind of, if you know, if you're not directing it, it will direct you and, and it won't end up where you want it uh, to be. So um, rate your, your business in terms of, you know, attaining the financial success you want. And if you, if you rate low in this area, um, then we've got other checklists on how to address that so that right. you can be there. So. No, you're exactly right. And again, that's really yours and I goal. You and I want to help small business owners build the business of, of their dream, build the business that they deserve, right? So they can enjoy their business, so they can enjoy their family, so they can enjoy time off. We started businesses in order to generate income to, to support a lifestyle that we want or a, a, a background or, or just support our family, support our friends, support our charity. Business is there to, to build a profit. So that's part of our goal. Our mission is to help you uh, generate the, the financial success that you want to have. Um, how would you rate your thoroughness of your business revenue plan? Basically, you know how many businesses do a future uh, forecast? Almost none, almost none of them, right? And then when it comes time to sell your business, oh, what do you think you're going to do next year? I don't know, probably the same as we did this year, maybe 10% more, right? Most people don't have a, a revenue plan, right? A forecast. And I think part of that, when you move into the marketing side, if you're measuring on marketing, like, and you know what it costs to acquire a customer, you can pick your revenue goal and know that you have to spend X amount to hit the revenue goal. And so that, you know, a lot of these things, there's, there's different components and different parts of your business. But if you do the marketing part right, then you can certainly pick your revenue and have a plan to hit a certain revenue. Now, do you always hit that revenue 100%? No, but I mean, most publicly traded companies, they give the board of directors, gives to the shareholders what their revenue plans are for the coming year. And, and they try to hit it every quarter. If they hit it, the shares do great. If they fall short, sometimes they do great, sometimes they don't. 
but um, that's that you, whether you're publicly traded or privately traded, you need a revenue plan for sure. Yeah. And, and revenues has to do with just simple math is number of customers times the, the price of the product you serve, right? It's a simple number, right? How many clients do we have versus what's our average purchase price? There's your revenue. Yep. We've talked about that before. Part of our profit formula, our five-step profit formula is how do I get more leads? How do I get more clients? How do I convert those people into clients, right? I love this one. How would you rate your thoroughness of your business's SWOT analysis? That's kind of a two-part question. Do you even know what a SWOT analysis is, right? So SWOT analysis is a basic analysis of your business's strengths, that's the S, weaknesses, that's the W, opportunities, and the threats, SWOT. So we recommend everybody do their own SWOT analysis or have some help with some advisors or some fellow businesses or fellow mastermind group. Help me with a SWOT out. What are, what are the strengths of my business? What do we do really well? What are the weaknesses? Um, what do we need improvement on? What are we worried about coming down the pipe? Opportunities. What could we do if we had more time or more money to do it? And the threats would be what's right around the corner that might knock us off, might be a competitor, might cause our sales to fall, right? Yeah, I can tell you, you know, we all just experienced this long period of COVID. And um, nobody could have predicted that. So I guarantee you on anybody's SWOT analysis under threats, uh, a shutdown by the government was not uh, was not in there. However, if you're here now and um, you're you're looking at that, that needs to be part of your future plans because that could become a threat in the future. And how can you adjust your company um, in the future so that you're prepared for that? That's what that's partially what this does. That's partially what this does. And it also helps you focus on your strengths and your opportunities. We we talk about the Dan Sullivan strategic coach. We talk about that. He does this thing that's, that's does it include your weaknesses? I think there's research on that as well. It says, if you just focus on your strengths and do more of that, you'll have better. If you focus on your opportunities and take more advantage of your opportunities, good things will happen. Uh, kind of like in, you know, in sports, do what you do and do more of it that, that you do well, right? Absolutely. All right, so next one, how would you rate your thoroughness of your business's marketing plan? Do you even have a marketing plan or a marketing schedule? You and I were joking about this, I think a couple podcast episodes ago where there's this calendar that says like the activity of the month, right? It's like, this is dog month, it's cat month, it's, it's clean your teeth month, it's whatever, decorate your home month. That every month you could come up with a marketing plan, a reason to have a sale, a reason to have an event, uh, you could schedule that out a year in advance. First of all, how many people have a marketing plan and, and, and how many people schedule it, right? Well, and, and if there's one thing we're, we're talking about here is, is better planning in your business. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who said it, a uh, famous coach, but you know, if you, um, if you fail to plan, you, you plan to fail. Um, this, a lot of this is planning, but um, and the time to do this is probably when you're away from the office, when you've got some time to think. But um, a marketing plan is is something you lay out and you follow it. I mean, that's what a, that's what you do with a plan. So um, <laughs> right, right. You don't want to rate low in these for sure. If you want to make a million dollars, net a million dollars. So. Right, exactly. Right. Th- these next two are actually related, so I'll say them at the same time. Again, rate yourself on a scale of one to five. How would you rate the effectiveness of your business training program? 
And in that, what we're really talking about is how do you train a new employee, right? You have a new employee, whether it be a new salesperson, whether it be somebody in the back office, whether it be somebody in the front office, whether it be somebody in accounting, rate your, your business training. Do you have a, here's how you do this job. Here's how you do this position. Um, we talked about this, I think in the past about the ability, well, a lot of big corporations make people take two weeks vacation in a row, right? Especially in the financial services business. The original reason was that to make sure nobody was embezzling money, right? You might have your, you run a manufacturing facility. I want the controller or the CFO to take two weeks off. So then somebody can go in there and make sure he wasn't cooking the books or, you know, something funny going on. But there's a second part to that would be, let's make sure we could run it if something happened to that key person, right? So there's some cross training involved, um, making sure that other employees can pick up the slack. Heck, well, I was talking to somebody, maternity leave, right? Nowadays, maternity is six to eight weeks, right? You need some training processes in there. So if somebody, key employee is off on maternity leave, right? Now it's male and female can take maternity leave at some businesses. Yeah, and, and I will say that, um, Mike Michalowicz, who wrote uh, Profit First, and he's got some other, uh, uh, he came out with, I, I can't think of the name of his new book, but one of the things he talks about is um, how he, his goal is to take everyone, every entrepreneur, and get you to a 30-day off, 30 days off, which to some, to some business owners, that sounds impossible. But that's what we're going into. If you're going to own a million-dollar company or a company that generates you a million in net revenue, you better be able to take 30 days off. And a lot of companies, this, you know, instead of uh, like for vacation time, some companies just close because they know the company can't run when, when all the pieces aren't there. And that's, that's an unfortunate place to be. So. No, that's a great point. And then related to this is how would you rate the effectiveness of your business team building program? So, so your employees are really your team and part of your team. And how are we team building and improving on that team? And that can be everything from and, uh, the culture and the, and the attitude of the team itself, your employees, your group, your team itself, but also good could be how to recruit a better team, right? We've talked about this right now. A lot of businesses that are firing on all cylinders are having difficulty attracting attractive client, uh, employees, right? And so part of that is, do we have uh, a great business training program? Do we have a great team building program? Do we have a career advancement program, right? You're not just coming over here to be a HVAC technician, but there's a plan in place and here's how we build it. And eventually you can run your own truck and have your own team, right? So, so we're gonna build the team up and, and provide business growth or business opportunity for them. And, and part of doing all that creates freedom and flexibility for you, the owner, just what we got back. You, know, you can take more time off, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then this last one is kind of related. Uh, how would you rate your abilities to close business over the phone or over the internet or via email? Um, and, and that goes back to, you mentioned that a couple of things, you know, your, your revenue plan and your marketing plan in that, uh, and the SWOT analysis, right? COVID came. Could you do business on Zoom? Could you do business over the phone? Could you do business uh, online? Nowadays, you have to be uh, multimodal, right? Face-to-face uh, -face sales, we don't always have time for that. Uh, people coming in your show showroom, we don't always have the ability to do that, right? COVID showed us that. So we got to have the ability to sell over the phone or over Zoom or over the internet. And, and that's just an avenue that just 
complements your existing structure. So then as we come out of this, we can go back to the face-to-face, -face, but we got really good at Zoom, right? We got really good at doing business over Zoom and closing business over Zoom and, and increasing re re recurring sales over Zoom. Yeah, right? and it's also, um, I've, I've had so many conversations with business owners who say, well, we can't do that. Our business is different. It's always, and air conditioning. They'll say, well, we can't sell air conditioners online. Um, that's not totally true because you can't. Um, you still have to service them and install them out there. But you know, a lot of those sales could be made over the phone. Why do I say that? Because there are companies who do that very thing. I even <laughs> see some of their ads. They advertise the price. They advertise. And then the buy now button. They've got the financing. All of that can be done. And unfortunately, I'll say sometimes before human interaction even comes into play. However, it can be even better if you bring human interaction into it because then the then you're closing you have people there closing the sales there's there is many 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 um old techniques that went away because telemarketing was a bad thing and well now i think people are learning to be i guess you could say telemarketers or zoom marketers all over again because it's needed. You have to be able to do business remotely, I think is, is really where it's at. Absolutely. And you can, you can, you know, we are, we're working with one of my guys right now and, it, and, and, and phone turned into part of the process or zoom is part of the process. It could be a initial 15 minute phone call to help um, set the tone and qualify the prospect. So there's the phone as part of, and then it could be a zoom 15, 30 minute, 45 minute, and then it could be uh, a face to face, right? but we could add that phone qualifier in there for 15 minutes to, to stop wasting time for those 45 minute meetings, right? That we could pre-qualify with a phone call, which would just make the rest of the sales process more efficient. Right? And sometimes that's just about building rapport yeah. because when you build rapport with people, there, there's a level of trust that elevates. Each time they have human interaction and that interaction is good, they trust you more. So, um, I mean, I can tell you, I had a... Uh, uh, we needed a garage door installed and we have property in a place called Keystone Heights. It's in the middle of nowhere. The person who got the job was the best on the phone by far. It wasn't price. It came down to who was the best on the phone. And um, arguably, she's probably the owner's wife, but she was very nice on the phone, explained everything. I mean, I felt like I was in really good hands. They got the deal because of her being on the phone. And so, I mean, that's a perfect example. That's a perfect example. And that goes to business training program, right? We mentioned that earlier. They probably have some good scripts, right? They're probably not winging it. They probably have a good script. Here, here's a, here's what you can expect from us. And here's the timing and here's how the process works, right? Uh, worked with a client earlier today, uh, <coughs> prospect. And it's, what is the process? If you come work with us, here's what happens next. Here are the steps involved. That's a process that I have in my own business that helps me explain to prospects to get them more comfortable, right? That we know we're taken care of. And there is a process. There are steps. It isn't just, well, let me just, I'll call you back and see what we do next, right? Yeah. You, you got a product process. You got a protocol, right? So, so this whole thing is, is a roadmap. We've talked about that before, right? Three things to be successful. Commitment, a roadmap, and a support group, right? This is a roadmap on how to build a million dollar business, right? Um, the support group is our mastermind that we talk about all the time that you and I run. Um, 
And the commitment is, hey, I'm interested in building a million dollar business. I want a profitable million dollar business. Very few people get there. How do we get there? Here's the type of roadmap. You got to have a business that runs without you. Well, how do we do that? Systems, processes, protocols, checklists. You got to have a business that can generate repeat purchases from clients, that can generate referrals. You got to have a business that can be as financially successful as you want it to be, to be as profitable as you want it to be, uh, that generates the free time that you want as the owner. Uh, got to have the revenue plan, got to be able to forecast, got to have the, the marketing plan. You got to have a, do a SWOT analysis. What are our strengths, our weaknesses, our opportunities and our threats? So we know where we're going and where we're going to and, and trying to avoid, right? And we got we to have training. We just talked about the scripts of your, of your uh, garage door salesperson. Got to have business training programs and scripts. And here's how we handle this. Here's how we handle an onboarding. Here's how we had a, a prospect inquiry. Here's how we handle somebody booking an appointment, somebody calling in with a question. Here's how we handle it. Those are all systems, training, processes, protocols, whatever the words you want to use. Uh, building your team. So your team, how to attract employees. Have a great team and progression of here's how your career can progress working with us. They don't just want a job and come there and be a technician forever. They want to advance or have at least the opportunity to advance and run their own group or subgroup, right? Yeah, and the companies who have these in place are the places that attract the people because if you're working for somewhere that doesn't have all this in place and it just seems like you're just working and there's no point, then you're always going to be looking to go somewhere that does. And, and that's, that's the point. If you, you want the business that everybody wants to come work for. Yep, that's exactly right. And, and the million-dollar business is, look, we got some core fundamentals. We've talked about that before. Uh, what's your million-dollar message? How are you different, unique, unique seller product? How can I generate leads? How do I attract prospects? Conversion, how do I convert those people once I get in front of them and, and get them to become my clients or customers? Transactions, how do I get more transactions from existing clients? But that's also referrals, right? How do I increase the, the pricing? We talked about not just the price itself, but also bundling products together. Talk about how do I increase profitability? Are there ways to to increase the average purchase price, to decrease my own expenses, my own costs. And all that produces this million dollar business, right? This, this is really the summary of, of how to build the million dollar system. Systems and process, you gotta attract business, you gotta deliver what you say you're gonna deliver, and then you gotta, I call it service and scale, right? You gotta service your existing clients, keep them happy, and then scale, repeat, rinse and repeat, and do it again, right? And this is what we do. This is our mastermind group. I love it. This is what we talk about, how to build a million dollar business, a profitable million dollar business. We'd love for you to net a million dollars. We talk about this in our mastermind group. Um, our irresistible offer right now is we can find any business owner, $50,000, a $100,000 without spending a dollar more on advertising or marketing. How do we do that? How do we know that that's available? We know that because we have systems and processes and protocols and checklists that we know that most people don't have referral systems and frequent purchases from clients or a revenue plan or have even done a SWOT analysis, right? We know this, we know this, this is what we do, this is how we do it. So if you're interested, profitability.com is our website, profitabilitymd.com, I'm sorry. Profitabilitymd is our YouTube site. Obviously, profitabilitymd is our podcast. Matt at profitabilitymd.com, Dave at profitabilitymd.com. That's, you wanna do our mastermind group. You want to do the profit acceleration session. 
come have a call with us. We can find you $50,000, 45 minutes without spending a dollar more in advertising or marketing. That's what we call our profitability acceleration session. Uh, we want to help these business owners build their million dollar business, build the business of their dreams, right? To have, be financially successful as they want to be, right? That's what we do. I, don't know, I love that stuff. Well, Matt, good show today. Good stuff, man. This is fun. This was a good culmination. All right. Have a great right, afternoon. Buddy. Take care. Bye. See you.